Hello fun people, I'm Isaac Carlson and I'm focused on spreading magic by discussing Disney, DreamWorks, and animation. And after understanding why the Warlord Kai stole Chi from Tai Lung and not Lord Shen, I began to wonder who were the rest of the masters that existed as jade amulets around Kai's chains. There were far more Kung Fu warriors than we had ever been introduced to in the past under Kai's control, and I wanted to know who they were. And of course, if you are new here and you'd like to join this community of Chi students, then consider subscribing. I'd also like to give a big shout out to Serena Mary Schutz, Austin Bress, and Stephanus Sergiputra for supporting me over on Patreon. The community over there is so welcoming, kind, and uplifting, especially on the Discord, and I can't thank them enough for all that they do. In the many years Kai was forced to remain in the spirit realm after he was banished there by his old friend Ugwe, he went after every kung fu master who would enter for 500 years in hopes of using the chi from these fallen masters of kung fu to allow him to become an unstoppable and fierce spirit warrior, who even came to understand how he could use his new powers to return to the mortal world. Under Kai's control, there were legendary warriors like the Master Badger Twins, who were remembered for their willingness to protect the innocent from the strong and became famous in the kung fu world for their double gong technique, which was a move that had them crashing down and striking enemies together. There was also Master Porcupine, who protected China with his bow of justice and used his own quills as arrows. The masters of China were a pretty diverse bunch to say the least, and they all had their own very cool weapons and powers. Other masters within the spirit realm whose chi was stolen during Kai's imprisonment included the likes of Gorilla, Boar, Crab, Elephant, frog, hippo, komodo, and goat. There were so many animals pushing forward the realm of kung fu that were eventually abused by Kai. Their very souls were being manipulated. You see, Chinese jade is traditionally tied with heavenly properties and indestructibility, which resulted in jade being associated with the soul and immortality. So what Kai was doing to those he took chi from was literally stealing their essence and their soul to empower himself. The stronger the person, the stronger the chi, which meant throughout those long years, Kai sought out the most formidable warriors who had already transitioned into the next life. And I think this is a fascinating concept. Not only could he use the jade zombies, otherwise known as zombies for Poe, as puppeteered soldiers who marched across the land, but he was also strengthened as a warrior by their connection to him. Jade zombies? Yeah. Zombies! Jade! Over the years, there was clearly a growing influence within the Jade Palace around the remembrance of these past masters. The Valley of Peace seemed to be celebrating Ugwe and his students who had traveled to the spirit realm, and those warriors were the same ones who were being used as slaves for Kai. Many of these masters were highly venerated by their pupils and students who lived after them, and were even memorialized in the Jade Palace's master garden, including one master who had recently fallen. Thundering Rhino, the former leader of the Kung Fu Council in Gongmen City, who was said to at one point be unstoppable until he was killed by Lord Shen, faced a similar fate to these long-deceased masters after entering the spirit realm. And that's actually how we know that the spirit realm isn't a place that is different from purgatory, heaven, or hell. While Ugwe may have passed on willingly while Kai was banished, Rhino died at the hand of Shen and still was sent to that realm. When I was writing this video, I was considering some comments that I had seen on previous Kung Fu Panda videos about the idea that the spirit realm is something different from those other type of afterlives, but 
I realized when writing this why that couldn't be the case. The spirit realm is the final destination, which is proven when we look at Tai Lung. In addition to masters who were faithful to the teachings of Uguay, even Tai Lung was also forced to serve Kai. After Po used the Wuxi finger hold on Tai Lung, the son of Shifu who once believed himself to be the dragon warrior, he also confronted Kai and was taken down. I talked a lot more about this in a previous episode that I'll leave linked down below. These legendary warriors who had passed on to the spirit realm were all stripped of their chi, but there were still so many more that would fall when Master Uguay's chi gave Kai the ability to return to the mortal world. The combined power of all these master's chis gave him the strength to venture back to where he was banished from, and this ability of chi would later be used by Po when he was given chi by his family and friends to exit the spirit realm, which is a really cool way of showing that taking what you want and supporting others can result in similar outcomes in the short term but result in large changes in the future. When Kai returned, he began traveling across China in hopes of facing every living Master. This brought him into contact with the likes of Master Lizard, Eagle, and Storming Ox, the latter being another member of Gongmen City's Kung Fu Council, who we had seen fight alongside Po and the Furious Five to free that city from Shen and his wolf army. Ox was highly adept at pinpointing an enemy's weakness, but when he came against Kai, I'm sure there was no way to achieve victory since Kai literally had the might of numerous masters throughout time. <laughs> Even Master Bear with his Brute strength and high aggression was taken down along with the fearless Master Chicken and the impenetrable Croc. To be honest, I wasn't too surprised about Master Chicken getting taken down, but seeing Croc fall was kind of heartbreaking knowing that his friends had also been enslaved before him. Master Croc was the only member of the Kung Fu Council who we actually got to see searching for Kai, but his experience, toughness, and bravery resulted in him falling like the other masters from Gongmen City. So even though Lord Shen was never pursued by Kai, the true Kung Fu masters from Shen's home were taken as servants for the spirit warrior. All of the warriors we had seen rise to fight against evil in the past were all taken down. With Kai on a rampage, that even meant he enslaved Mantis, Crane, Monkey, and Viper. The majority of the Furious Five and the Great Master Shifu even fell, leaving the Jade Palace and all of the knowledge within it susceptible to destruction. Before the Dragon Warrior defeated Kai once and for all, that spirit warrior spent hundreds of years defeating and enslaving every master Uwe had trained throughout his life. Over 20 masters fell under Kai's control, and today I'm so glad we finally got to understand who all of these warriors were. But let me know down below what your thoughts and theories are surrounding Kai and his many jade amulets. Also, make sure to subscribe and click the beautiful bell, and then click on another magical video in the description or on the screen. Finally, as always, thanks for watching, and have a magical day.